But this morning, we're going to talk about the power of the Holy Ghost. Shaka-bam. Oh, shorabasanda. Ha-ha. Oh, I get fired up with this stuff. This is like, this is like right up my alley. Right? And I've been asking the Lord, like, Lord, where do I start? Because it's like, there's so much when you talk about the power of the Holy Ghost. So we're just going to go piece by piece. Okay? So where I want to start this morning... I want to start by this. I want to give us four outward, visible displays of the power of the Holy Ghost. The four outward, visible displays of the power of the Holy Ghost. Okay, y'all ready for this? Here we go. Come on. It's like I feel like American Idol where they say, now dim the light. (laughs) Number one. It's creation. A visible sign of the power of the Holy Ghost can be found in the creation. You can look at the stars, the alignment, the constellations. You can look at the the geographical landscapes. You can look at the oceans. You can look at everything. Creation itself is is one of the, the main ways Holy Spirit displays his power. Now listen, Holy Spirit is not a thing. Holy Spirit is not an it. Holy Spirit is not, Holy Spirit is a person. The Spirit of God. He is the Spirit of God. Come on. Can can you imagine, look, I want to give you a picture, the power of the Holy Spirit. Who do you think commands how far the oceans can come up to the seashores. Think about that. There's a beach, and they come up in the water, but something, someone, commands, whoa, that's far enough. The ocean has to respond. Listen, earth has to respond when the voice of the Lord comes forth. You want to talk about, look, look, the galaxies. Think about this. We know the Milky Way. But there's, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not into the whole scientific stuff, but I know there's like hundreds of thousands of galaxies. Deep black holes. Come on, God. That is a power of God being put on display. That is Holy Spirit showing His, uh, his greatness. So he can be seen in creation. Let's read in Genesis chapter 1. It says this. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was formless and had empty and darkness covered the deep waters. Right there. Let's stop right there. It said, and darkness covered the the deep waters waters. And then it says this, and the Spirit of God, come on, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the surface of the waters. And he said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good 
Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And the evening passed and the morning came, marking the first day. Come on, let's, let's just jump on that again real quick. It says that the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the waters. Come on, that's the creation. That's how Holy Spirit is displayed outwardly. And then God said, let the space between the waters to separate the waters from the heavens, from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to be separate the waters of the earth from the waters of heaven. And God called the space sky. Come on, you look up, guys. You can just look up and you see Holy Spirit being on display. And the evening passed and the morning came, marking the second day. That's a lot of glory. That's a lot of glory. So now number two. Number two. Uh -huh. Number two out of, uh, this is number two out of the outward visible displays of the power of the Holy Spirit. It's resurrection. Outwardly, resurrection. Resurrection doesn't just mean in the physical. But as you walk hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, spiritual resurrection comes. And the dead things around you begin to come to life. The Holy Spirit, listen, the Spirit of God manifests life. The Spirit of God manifests life. The Holy Spirit breathes life to the dry bones. That's why we can go to a place and we begin to shift the atmosphere where we go. The house can be chaotic. You can go to a place where the atmosphere is just horrific. Husband and uh, wife are fighting. Sons and brothers are beating up each other in the back. They're getting drunk in the back. They're getting high in the back. And the atmosphere is just shattered and chaotic. But as sons and daughters, we can walk on the scene as ambassadors of the kingdom. We walk on the scene and we begin to shift, shake, and create the atmosphere. And Holy Spirit begins to breathe life. Come on, listen. I, I, I've given this, this, this uh, scenario before that I can remember there was times that me and my wife were having a bad day. Come on. We have bad days. Yes, ministers have bad days. We're not always, ah. It happens. And that's okay because it's how you come out of the day and it's how you respond. That's what matters. But I can remember that we're having our bad days. And because back then, you know, I was walking in some, some major pride. See, this is transparent. I'm just being transparent right here. Ah, Holy Spirit, you're funny. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I don't want to hear what nobody has to tell me. 
Alice, be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Just, I'm right, you're wrong. And when I began to be in a bad mood, what happened was I would shift the whole atmosphere. Everything in my house would shift because, first of all, I'm the leader of the home. I'm the priest of the house. And there's an authority that we carry. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. This is just the Holy Spirit. But as, as I, I would shift the atmosphere, and the whole house would become chaotic. And before you know it, Alice is mad at me. I'm mad at her. My son Chris is walking around with his head down, and he's making his face. And then everybody's everywhere, and they're all a mess because I chose to agree with what the devil was saying. But then, see, there always has to be somebody who's trying to hear God. We have to. My son Peter, instead of trying to feed into what's happening, he would go and he would lock himself in the room. And he would grab his, I was just sharing this with somebody a little while ago. He would go and he would lock himself in the room. And he would grab his guitar and he would just go. And he would start strumming his instrument. And he would just start worshiping the Lord right there in the room. And I'm going to tell you what. There's something about an atmosphere of heaven that when heaven becomes manifested, the power of God becomes demonstrated. And the whole house became sovereign ground. And wherever there's light, there cannot be darkness. But his, the worship shifted everything. And, all, and then all of a sudden he's worshiping and he's going after it. And it was like it comes through the walls. And I'm sitting there like, oh, God. And I began to break. I said, God, you're so faithful. And there I am going to my wife, please, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I'll be prideful, this and that. And then before you know it, within a, listen, I'm going to be honest. I, don't think, I think I only one time out of my 20s. See, I might get in trouble for that one. 20 something years. <laughs> God! <laughs> 22 years? <laughs> oh, she doesn't know! <laughs> okay, so th thank you for your grace and your mercy, God. <laughs> if he agrees, you can't be mad. So, but 20-something years of, of us doing stuff, I can only think of maybe once out of all those years that we've gone to bed angry and woken up. Because we've made it a point never to allow ourselves to go to bed angry. Because that's a tool of the enemy. But I, I, I don't even know why I said all that. Where, where, where was I going with that? Oh, hold on, I'll find it. So, resurrection, Yes. That even in the worship, see, we bring resurrection. Holy Spirit comes and resurrects the dead things in our lives. Those dry bones, those dry areas, those, those times in the dry and desert land, those times, the Holy Spirit comes and life comes. Life is manifested. Uh, life is manifested. Even when you speak life to people those around you, 
when you're counseling people, your family members. Come on. Ephesians 1.20 reads this. You guys, you can turn there 120 if y'all want. Ephesians 1.20. So it says this, it reads this in Ephesians 1.20. And this is really powerful because we're talking about the Holy Spirit. It says, this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in a place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realm. Come on, that's what Alice just said a little while ago. In the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else. Not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him the head over all things and all for the benefit of the church. Listen, Holy Spirit is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. Acts 5 reads this, But Peter and the apostles replied, we must obey God rather than any human authority. For God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead after you killed him by hanging him on the cross, then put him in a place of honor at the right hand as prince and savior. He did this so the people of Israel would repent of their sins and be forgiven. Come on, listen, we're talking about outwards displays of the power of Holy Ghost. It's the resurrection. This is number two. It's the resurrection. 1 Peter 3.18 says this. Christ suffered for our sins once for all times. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but was raised to life. In the Spirit. Holy Spirit. Ah, so if we go down a little bit further. Yeah, I'm just going to read this because I have it on my notes. And I like it. It sounds good. Holy Ghost. So if you go down a little bit further on, on 1 Peter 3.18, it says, and So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Come on. You know, there's, there's this... We've always talked about who is God. We have to know who God is. And, and we can't have this picture of God as, as this angry God that is waiting for you to fall and make a mistake. That God is judging the world. That's why he's destroying Houston. God is doing this. And you see the people. They're on the corners with their signs. Repent. Turn. Now or you're going to burn. Listen. That all comes from a way that we see God. And I want to give us a scripture right here that just, it's a game changer. Because see, God's not this angry God. He's a good God. He's a God that loves and love leads to repentance. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Those who obeyed God long ago 
when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. So, so everybody that died in the flood, only eight people were saved. So if you can get a mental picture of all the people that ran to the boat to try to get in. They ran to the boat. They were in their sin. They were in rebellion. They were in, they were in a dark place. But God said, no. Only these. But then Jesus comes on the scene. He gets crucified. Then he gets resurrected. The resurrection power, the Spirit of the God, Holy Spirit comes. And then it says that Jesus then took the keys and went into the, I believe it's Abraham's bosom. And he went into that place and he began to give them an opportunity to see what was prophesied. And everybody who did not believe, everybody who was in rebellion in that time had an opportunity to see the resurrected king, to be with him in eternity. So an angry God, do you see an angry God sending Jesus to go? Even the people that got left back in the time of the flood, they had an opportunity to repent. That's the resurrection power. Mm. The greatest display of the power of the Holy Spirit was the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. Romans 8 11 reads this. The Spirit of God, okay, the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus from the dead, he will give you life to your mortal bodies. The same Spirit is living within you. We're talking about the Spirit, Holy Spirit. Power, glory. Number three. So first was uh, creation. Number two was the resurrection. Three is testimony. We're talking about the outward displays of the power of the Holy Spirit. Testimony. Witnessing every miracle, every move, God where the power is displayed. Resurrection. Hmm. Listen, every time you pray for somebody and you see them get healed, that is an outward display of the power of the Holy Ghost. Every time you resurrect the dead, come on. See, many people don't believe that you can raise the dead. But you can you know, we have a motorcycle ministry, and uh, part of our motorcycle ministry is we give, you know, you earn the patches and you get patches and stuff, but one of our patches that we have, it's called the Dead Razor. And you can only get that patch if you raise the dead. 
to whoever has the patch, the dead razor, you know they're walking in that glory. Come on. So we, we're, we're wanting people to be enticed to pray for the dead. Isn't that awesome? Come on. That should be a normal thing. Like you guys are talking about raising the dead. Yeah. Raise the dead. It says cast out the devils. Raise the dead. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. The power of the Holy Ghost. He's power, and he lives inside of you and I. See, that's something that needs to burn in us. A reality. We got to get out of our way of thinking of just going to church. Church is great. But man, when you walk in the power, and you see people coming out of wheelchairs, oh! Coming out of wheelchairs, you see arms and legs and eyeballs popping in. You'll never be the same. You'll never be the same. And you won't have no problem praying for the impossible. Because God makes all things possible. The testimony. Tell your story. Man, I used to be in organized crime, but God came. Wrecked my life. Now I travel the nation telling people about the kingdom of God. Seeing people saved and set free all over the world. See, that's testimony of God. Amen, Max. The Holy Spirit is omnipotent power. Listen to that. And I don't even know if I'm saying that word right, but I feel so confident about it. Did I say it right? Shaka bam. Uh, I don't know why I just had a vision of the, the movie Grease just popped in my head right now. Ah, uh, you better shape up. Whoa! Come on. Some of us need to get the. Uh, we just got to get things in order. <laughs> See, Holy Spirit does those things. Holy Spirit is omnipotent power. The power of God. The definition of omnipotent is this. Almighty. Infinite in power. Having very great or unlimited authority. Authority. Shokola basata rabasonde. Oh! Jesus. God. Woo! I remember we were preaching in a place in Florence one time. No, we were, yeah, it was in Florence. And there, what they do there is when a good, a good word comes out, they take off their shoes and they start throwing them. I'm like, Lord, I'll throw my shoe at that one. <laughs> Holy Ghost. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. So number, uh, what, what am I, number four. Yeah, number four. Uh, uh, Holy Ghost. Number four. Grace. 
Jesus. Grace displayed from Holy Spirit. See, this is the, we're talking about the outward displays of the power of the Holy Ghost. Grace. When grace is displayed, the favor of the Lord shows up. Hearts are turned. Doors of opportunity, they begin to open up. The Holy Spirit will begin to mold and create pathways. When grace comes, lives and journeys are created. Let me say that again. When the Holy Spirit comes, life and journeys are created. And you'll see the launching come. So we've got <clears throat> creation, resurrection, testimony, and grace. <laughs> so now I want to talk about three inward, inward displays of the power of the Holy Spirit. How God a Holy Spirit displays inwardly His power. First one is this. Hearts of men. Holy Spirit has power over the hearts of men and women. As humans, we can win the years of people around us. To let them hear. We can win the ears to let them listen. But when it comes to the matters of the heart, the heart issues are always slippery. They're hard to grab. Only the Holy Spirit has the power over the hearts of men and women. Zechariah 4.6 says this. Then he said to me, this is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The other version says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. By the Spirit of the Lord. Number two. Free will. Free will. The one thing that is more stubborn than the heart is the will. It's the free will. The will of men is stubborn. Free will will is what caused Adam and Eve to even fall. Free will. Free will was the result of the angels that were casted into hell. No man has a power over free will. But God does. Holy Spirit makes all unwilling hearts and he turns them to willing vessels. Ah, come on, Jesus. 
those who don't believe suddenly begin to believe. The Holy Spirit has power over free will. Number three, imagination. We're talking about inwardly displays of the power of the Holy Spirit. Imagination. Imagination is worse than free will. Imagination can't be controlled. It can take you to a place far and dark. It can bring the most horrific and dreadful things into your mind. Hmm. The imagination can become a playground for the enemy if somebody allows it to. But Holy Spirit comes, come on, Holy Spirit, and takes over our imagination. And it brings to heaven's reality and it begins to unlock and open pathways for us to step into the heavenly realms of the kingdom of heaven. So Holy Spirit unlocks our imagination and allows you to step into the most intimate moments with the Lord. Ah, the future with Holy Spirit. What's next? Today is the day of Pentecost. We're talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So I'm going to read something, and then we're going to get into a, we're going to get into some activation. Let me ask you guys a question. I want everybody to be here, be honest with me today. Who does not speak in tongues in here today? Does not. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Okay. Come on. Listen, today we're going to do an activation. There's going to be an activation, and we're going to see the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Baptism of fire. And we're, so we're going we're gonna to go somewhere this morning. The Holy Spirit. Ha, 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 Jesus. In Acts 1, 4 through 8. Ha, ha, Jesus. Acts 1, verses 4 through 8. It says, once they were eating with him, and he commanded them. Now, here we go. These are the letters in the red. The letters in the red. So you need to listen. Even if you haven't heard nothing else, listen to the red. Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he has promised. So Jesus is being pretty intentional here this, on this passage. He's saying, do not leave Jerusalem until you receive the gift that he promised. He says, as I told you before, John baptized you with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit. Let's, I want to pray really quick on that. Father, let me just thank you, God. 
Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Uh, we just acknowledge you right now. We declare your power, your presence, and your glory. Your tangible glory right now. Jesus. Jesus. So then, so when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has a time come for you to, to, to free Israel and restore the kingdom? See, he hadn't, he had, you know, he, he hadn't fulfilled. And then, here, you, here we go with some more red letters. And the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times. For they are not known for you to know. And then he says this, but, but you shall receive power. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you will be my witness. Diane, you will be his witness. Ted, you will be the witness. I'm going to read this again. Aha! Uh -huh. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witness telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem. Throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Bring that to our time. You will tell everyone about him in all of Stryker, in all of Walmart, all of Defiance, all over Brian, all over media, all over the world, in India, in Germany, we will tell of the authority and the power of God to the ends of the earth. Holy Spirit, come. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's a way. Come on, we have to learn to respond and discern when the king walks in the room. I feel the rivers beginning. Ha! Man, the Lord's birthing something right now, some of you guys. I can feel it. I can feel the birthing. I can feel the pain. Oh! Short of Asanda. Jesus. Out of our minds and into your heart, God. Ah, a fresh fire. Ah, oh, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Have your way. 
<laughs> He's here. He's here. Ah, Jesus. Acts 2. I'm going to read right here. And as I read this, I want you to hear with your spirit. Acts 2, and I'm going to start on verse 1. reads this. On that day of Pentecost, all of the believers who were in a meeting together in one place. Come on. We're all together right now in a place. Suddenly, there was a sound of heaven like a roaring mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared. And it began to settle on each and every one of them. You see, everybody is included in this. It fell on every one of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as Holy Spirit gave them this ability. And at that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, ha. Ah, Hey, Michael, can, can you go up there where you were at? And I just want you to do whatever the Lord leads you to do because there was something about that sound that's connected with this. You see, we got we to gotta pull on them. Now, there's no such thing as a little Holy Spirit. <laughs> do that. There was something about the sound. <laughs> when they heard the loud noise, Everyone came running. They were bewildered to their own languages being spoken by the believers. Y'all feel that anointing? 
They were completely amazed. How can this be? They exclaimed. These people are from Galilee, yet we hear them speaking in our own native language. Here we are. The Perithians, the Medes, the Iliamites, people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, the providence of Asia, and the areas of Libya and Serene, the visitors of Rome. Both the Jews convert to Judea about the wonderful things God has done. They stood amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. But others in the crowd ridiculed them. They're just drunk. That's all. Peter preaches to the crowd. Come on. And then this is what he says. Then Peter stepped forward with the 11 apostles. Come on. See, they just, they just had to suddenly. <laughs> ah! They just had to suddenly. They just experienced the mighty rushing wind. The power, the authority of the Holy Spirit was before them. And they were like flames of fire. Then Peter stepped forward with the 11 apostles and shouted to them, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jew, Jews, residents of J Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Not at 9 o'clock in the morning. For it is much too early for that. Know what you have seen was predicted long time ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says. Listen, this is where I want you to listen with your spirit. Jesus. God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Young men will see visions. And your old men will dream dreams. And those days, those days, I will pour out my spirit. Holy Spirit. I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will all prophesy. And I will cause wonders in heavens above. The signs on earth below, the blood, the fire, the cloud, the smokes, and the sun will become dark. 
and the moon will turn blood red before the great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Hold on, Michael. So now, Holy Spirit comes and he, he is inside of us. Now we all become recipients of everything. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gift of wisdom. Knowledge. Faith. Healing. Working of miracles. Discerning of the spirits. Tongues. And interpretations of tongues. Can we all stand? So this morning, I just really believe, like, you have to make Holy Spirit your best friend. That everything you do in your life is led by the Spirit. And Pete just gave verse after verse after verse of how important Holy Spirit is to each and every one of us in our lives. And I, I, just, I just began to remember, remember this morning a time of the Lord just sharing with me how the importance was of Holy Spirit in our lives. And Holy Spirit was there for every single thing. Since the beginning of time when creation was done, he shared with you the scripture. And then Holy Spirit was there before we were created, when we were knitted in our mother's womb. Every single part of our lives, even before time, Holy Spirit was there. So if you want wisdom, if you want guidance and direction, then Holy Spirit is who you call on for that. Because Holy Spirit knows best, better than anybody else that can give you any counseling, that could give you any kind of, of direction, that Holy Spirit would come and just be with you this morning to give you what you need. Because it is the best advice, the best direction giver, the best anything you could ever receive of purity in your whole entire life is our best friend, Holy Spirit. So I know, I know that Pete wants to do some things here too, and I just want to give time for all of that. What we're going to do is we're going to do an activation this morning. And I'm going to ask Daniel in a minute to blow the shofar that you guys have. And we're going to create this sound. We talked about the, about the power and the authority and the displays of the Holy Spirit. Today's Pentecost Sunday, and it's time that we make a sound, a declaration. Even today, as we begin to strike the ground and strike her, that there's going to be something that's going to resound from this place, that when you leave this place, you will not leave the same way you came in, but you're going to leave equipped. You're going to leave with fire burning in your belly. There's going to be a fire that's going to flow. And I declare the rivers of fire. Come on. There's something about a river that burns high. It brings a purification. Ah! Jesus. 
Now listen, I'm going to ask a question. I know we asked, if you have not spoken in tongues, I'm going to ask you to come up here to the front. You have to want to. Don't let nobody make you come up. You have to want to come up here. If you want to start speaking in tongues and be baptized in the Holy Ghost, today is your day. Come on. Today's your day. Don't let pride stop you. Don't let your mind stop you. Come on. Jesus. Okay. Praise God. Come on. Everybody else, where you're at, just begin to lift up your hands. And we're going to worship. We're going to worship. Father, we just thank you, God. Daniel, bring up your, 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 your shafar over here. Come on. As he begins to worship, I want, I'm going to tell you when to just release that sound. Father, we just thank you, God. We declare, God, today's a day of renewing, God. We declare this day of Pentecost, a day of fire, God, a day of your glory, God, a day of activation, God, a day of renewing, God. We declare, God, a birthing is coming forth, God. Lord, that a few, a generation will come together and we will see heaven demonstrated on earth, God. Right now. So everybody, I assume you all pray in tongues. I want you to start praying in your heavenly language. Come on. Don't look at nobody. Just pray. Just pray. Peter, go.
Watching right now online. Listen, if you're watching right now online, right now, this is for you. If you're watching right now online, this is for you. It starts with the sound. Receive your baptism of the Holy Ghost right now. Fresh fire right now. Right now, the glory, the power, the glory, the power, signs. Wonders, miracles, shoko da masanda. Hey! He got baptized in the Holy Ghost with fiery tongues. Shoko. He was there and all of a sudden he was a shadadabasaka. Oh! Come on. Anybody else pray in tongues? The ones that we prayed for? Did y'all feel the tongues for it? Come on. Come on, Michael. Come up here. Stand right here, Michael. What were you, what were you feeling, Michael? What was going on? Uh, uh, it was like, I'd start with the sound. And then suddenly the words would come in, words, the other sounds would come in, and it would bubble up, and then I would laugh. <laughs> Holy Ghost, come on! Woo! Holy Ghost. Right now, if you're watching, just receive that right now. Receive that right now. We just declare the tangible 
and transferable anointing will be released all over the world through media. The fire of the Holy Ghost flow. We want to thank our online audience for joining us. Thank you so much. Be sure to tune in uh, next week on our broadcast. God bless you. We'll see you then.